Welcome back to the Cones and Doe Show. This is your host, Joe, with Cones, Cones, Cones. Merry Christmas. From the devil. And the angels. Letting our listeners have a little bit more than that. Jesus, though, we just started the show. <laughs> What's up, man? What's up, bro? Oh, it's been it's a little dust till dawn intro, outro been... ending. The outro <laughs> ending. Yeah, that movie fucked me up as a kid when I watched it at home. I don't think any movie has ever kind of blown my mind as much as watching Dust Till Dawn. Like it's a shitty movie, but yeah, when but they, it was so good. At the time, when they like turned just... out to be vampires, I watched it at home, man. Just getting raped by the complete one eighty. The movie doesn't. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I've gone off Quentin Tarantino a little bit. I feel like everything that he's trying to make is sort of trying to compensate for his childhood where his mum used to sort of just bring home random boyfriends and he'd have to like <laughs> psychically shield himself from that by sort of delving into kind of movies <laughs> it just seems like he's constant searching for a father figure who won't leave you know <laughs> I, I re- I've been a big fan over the years I guess but since uh, the Kill Bill series I guess I haven't been as dedicated or devoted or whatever hmm. there was a period where i was heaps into all like jackie brown pulp fiction reservoir dogs um true romance probably to a lesser extent hmm. but it's like stranger things and shit you eventually realize this shit's made for children and you should watch some real adult stuff you know <laughs> although i can't have a go at that because you know what i watched the other day i gotta watch season two you just reminded me mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I watched most of it i fell off a little bit in it but um uh, i was sick the other day and sort of this is really pathetic to say because it was actually sort of one of the more emotional movie experiences I had recently and normally I'm not into this shit at all but the Superman Man of Steel origin story I really really liked I'd never seen you it did. before yeah <laughs> that was pretty the cool. one with Russell Crowe and shit in it and it was so <laughs> it's so maudlin and sort of like pretentious and stuff in a way but I don't know I was pretty engrossed in it yeah I haven't seen it 
Oh, you should check it out. It's good. Yeah. Not Batman vs Superman because it's hard to deal with. Just fucking, Man of Steel. Yeah, just Man of Steel. <laughs> Stalin, basically. That's what Stalin meant. But fuck, that's enough about movies. We're back here in the hotcast studio. Does this oh, qualify? Fucking sweating. Yeah. Does it qualify as a hotcast? It's probably hotcast number three. Yeah. Hotcast three point zero. But what upsets me a little bit is that it's like usually a December thing. Yeah, it is a December. Oh, I just saw a lightning flash outside. We've had a few uh, a few panty soaking little storm raids this afternoon. But um, we have to be California up in this bitch. I was going to come around here and like just sort of get comfortable because it's warm and just sort of like take my shirt off. It's not it's not a problem. Like I saw a dude walking around Central today just with no shirt on, right? And he wasn't particularly homeless. But now Doe's come around here and he's got his shirt off. I just can't. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> it would be too weird if I took it off. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying it'd be? Oh no, it could be a double negative then. It'd be a good thing. Become straight again. Except right. I guess I am. I'm looking pretty sweet though. So. Pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a double positive, and then mm. we both be hard. <laughs> yeah, and it's like two, like getting a battery with the two positive ends and trying to touch them. But that's why it's funny when you see two fat cunts with no shirt on next to each other because it's like double negative and it makes it into positive. Does it though? <laughs> I've seen. I mean, without getting without getting too bawdy about it, I've been. I, I don't really know if it does. It's been summer, and I've been out in the streets and like. You know, when the heat comes out, sort of people change their attire and stuff for better or for worse. And I'm sort of ashamed of myself for how much I'm sort of like judging people in the way they're wearing it and stuff. Yeah, stop doing it, bro. I can't, though. That's the thing. <laughs> when I, like, in <laughs> I guess it's not the same thing, but I was walking. I'm, I'm taking back my fucking life yeah and masculinity and stuff in a way that's just normal and natural but just seems so alien to the point where when i was walking with my mate down the harbour front at a manly mm-hmm. probably like a month and a half or a month ago at this point and <laughs> he's pretty shameless occasionally and he was just sort of like gawking at all the breasts on the beach yeah. right just like oh man check that fucking shit out oh mm. fuck and all this stuff and this uh, bunge it uh, no, no. Uh, another man. No, no, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Bunja. <laughs> I, uh, I don't think Paul would be this vocal about it, but yeah, he was just sort of rowing it. Uh, like, All right. Sort of like Checking out the merchandise down a manly, yeah. Sort of telling me to as well. And then I'm just like, oh. And I had become such like, so succumbed to like that programming and shit that I was feeling sort of semi-guilty about it and shit. And then... It took until I saw like that. Uh, there was a YouTube video of that Bettina aunt mm. that my dad sent to me, yeah. and it was about sort of like the politics of, mm. you know, cleavage. Yeah, and um, it just kind of hit home in this weird way where it was like, oh, I was being the dick in that situation, being all shameful about mm. looking at titties. Like mm. when I was a six-year-old, I'd walk along the beach and you just like look at some tits for a while and then you keep walking because it's sort of like, oh, it's just natural it's just nature yeah. bro you used you know? to go you used to go in the women's toilets at like the pool public pool and shit so you're not allowed to do that oh with your mum yeah with your mum yeah, yeah I'm not talking yeah. about that Fuck. I'm talking about you know the the natural order of not things. even that bad you know just sort of gawking at the titties thing mm. and it's not even really that bad I guess like I felt probably a little uncomfortable but, with my mate sort of like jeering me about it. Mm. So it was more of this open thing, but... I don't know, but isn't the point that... Just okay, sort of observing the beach and not looking anywhere too long. This idea that you shouldn't look anywhere... totally fine. You shouldn't look at it anywhere out of this generalized sort of like respect for women is obviously nonsense sort of thing because like yeah. people dress up because they want sort of ideas, but that's different to like, you know, the type of look that you get and stuff, right? <laughs> the sexual threat of cleavage. And the thing is, from what I can tell, I'm no... <laughs> 
I'm I'm no like agony aunt or whatever. But if you're a chick, you do like to be looked at, but only by the right sort of guy, yeah, right? That's the problem, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> not, this is not for me, darling. Mm, <laughs> you're like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, but it's hard. So this is why I heard a bit of a discussion between Big Dog and Mrs. Titty about this recently that got a little bit heated. But um, I said sort of in jest, but it's sort of true, is that people try and pick a side with these gender wars, either male or women and shit. But the only re- way really to solve it is to use something like Sharia that separates, you know, women. It, by removing women from the public sphere, sort of like a gender Jim Crow, it removes the tension and everything. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm not necessarily saying it's a good idea, but that's the logic behind it, right? That is the logic behind it. So, but is that... I would say, like, almost from a masculine point of view, that would be worth it if it reduced the frustration of having to sort of, like, be torn towards kind of gawking or, like, feeling ashamed about it. Well, there is... Yeah, that's what but I was saying. But they seem there's... so angry about shit in those places anyway. It doesn't seem like it's chilling anyone out. Yeah, but there's just... There's a line is what I was kind of trying, oh, yeah. trying to get at was that you can just be walking down the beach appreciating nature in your own way and as long as you're not mm. being a piece of shit, it's totally fine, right? Mm. Yeah. And, like, the way that I was feeling this shame in that moment with my friends sort of trying to get me to look at titties and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to look at this. Oh, I don't need to kind of thing. It was, it was sort of like this um, mental fuckery because obviously I want to look at titties, you know? Was it a shame related to... Because I don't know. I don't do... You hear about... It's just you've... I've just fall... I'd had fallen into that, you know what I mean? Because mm. like I said, you're a kid and like up to probably... Up until the time you become a sexual maniac at like, you know, 13, 14. Yeah. Um, it was just all cool, you know? It's just titties, you know? Yeah, but then but it's then not once anymore. You become a sexual maniac. Yeah, it's a bit crazy. But mm. I've got that's what I'm saying. I've <laughs> it is matured enough now mm. that it's uh, it's just titties if I want it to be titties until I'm a sexual maniac. That's some fucked up little dualism yeah. or something there. I think it's called growing up, bro. No, but this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Are we all meant to take it everything as like it's oneness and stuff? But you're saying there, which needs to be done. But to work in society, it has to be this dualism. Like, oh, those are appropriate this time, but not this time. These are for this purpose, but they're not for that purpose. You know. <laughs> and that's that's the sort of way. And even you mentioned walking around with your mate, but it seems almost more shameful the sort of lone journey of walking around yourself, having to deal with that. Yeah, it seems worse. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. when you see like a at least with your creepy mate, old man yeah. leering on his own yeah or with your mates you can put on the bravado and pretend you're not like dying to suck that each other you're o- out hunting yeah, and shit yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. you're not dying to suck each other's dicks and shit you know? <laughs> so you can do that but I don't know I guess that is the whole point like I walk alone on this endless road you know it's all about communication really. <laughs> I my first girlfriend told me that once yeah it really is because mm. that consensual sort of thing is mm. like <laughs> it, the Black Phillip show kind of like imprinted in my head a, a whole bunch of good sort of stuff about that where he's just so blatantly open about himself with the women that he's interested in mm. that you know it's like you're gonna leave or you're gonna stay you know like after he sort of lays it down like super like you know it's true uh, but that I is- like to fuck like this I fuck hard you know <laughs> like, like, it is not, but- not even like that crap yeah. you know what I mean like it is about the communication to a certain degree but but communication isn't going to destroy those feelings of being jealousy being able to do that without destroying the the natural kind of but it does end up destroying it does end up destroying it though because the people play between you people yeah. pretend they're all cool and we're just all these individuals and I say what I mean and shit but feelings get involved in it and stuff like that too mm. so even if you're like oh I tell them to go or tell them to stay and shit that is still sort of being I'm not saying tell them, manipulative. Go, tell them to say I'm saying like just be 100% completely fucking honest that's the Patrice thing really yeah 
you just be 100% completely honest. But he didn't tell anyone about the cancer or whatever he died from. <laughs> he died from diabetes, didn't oh, he? shit. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, people should have seen that. I think coming. he had a stroke, yeah, and they made jokes about it heaps at the last roast he did. Everyone's yeah. going like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, you're gonna have to get your foot cut off and all this shit. Man. Fuck, yeah, he died not long Big ups to Black, Black Philip. Yeah, it was good. But I don't know. You sort of just have to. This is my Sharia idea. I just want it all to go. But away. It is, it's the honesty, though. It's that brutal honesty of like when. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking put myself in it now but when mm. my friend called up and he's like hey come around and have a fucking drink right yeah. like you know come around and have a drink and in my mind I was like oh this guy is fucking pretty full on mm. he might want me to come around More and like, bang drink. his girlfriend or bang his girlfriend with him or something uh-huh. like, I don't know like he could be like already quite maggot and we've talked about like hectic shit before mm. and then um, in that moment I was like oh, I'd rather not I'd rather have this good friendship and I didn't say anything at the time right mm. and then when I saw him the next day he's like oh like kind of shitty about me not coming down to have a drink and I'm like man it's cool like I thought about it and I'm like I don't really want to have a threesome with you because none of this got said on the phone no no it was all just yeah, yeah. none of it at all but you're a like, perceptive oh, guy I didn't really want to bang your girlfriend with you <laughs> so I just jerked off to um <laughs> like uh you know like double what is it double team porn or whatever sure. and then just went to sleep and like you know I dealt with it mm. in that way and he's like oh so you knew what was up then and I'm like oh shit <laughs> so in my brutal honest joke form nuttery it was almost like I was onto this shit fuck you're quite sensitive and it didn't um, it didn't ruin the dynamic with anyone and he's the kind of guy that probably would have told his fucking girlfriend about it yeah so. <laughs> she might have been instigating it huh? so I just walk around trying not to think about the shit I say you know what I mean yeah but you can be heaps honest and that's cool that he yeah. knew that was because that would be an awkward, <laughs> awkward question with your mate if that hadn't been what was up sort of <laughs> <laughs> but um but that's the thing I wasn't in the mood dude but it's hard to like you know but you say honesty then what's what's stopping you from when you're down looking at these boobs on the beach from just going up and you know doing your cookie monster routine or whatever uh, I would like I, to. Do. I don't feel com- that. That's been my thing growing up, right? I guess we have we never really touched on any of my relationship shit and the lack lack thereof. Mm. Um, but I guess I've always felt like I'm sort of working on something that's going to be pretty intensely good, or like I'm building towards something. Mm. And because I was like in that sort of darker place earlier, mm. it was like it felt like I was never fucking going to get there, right? Mm. So. It's it's hard to describe and I could it could be wrong and shit but it's almost like my ego I think in a way was helping me self sabotage any mm. relationship that I might have because mm. I don't like I feel like I don't even understand myself. Mm. So why the fuck would I put another human being like you know how neurotic and shit I am, right? Yeah. Like and kind of like always trying to analyze myself. Sure. Imagine putting like a, like someone through that and I'm like and then at the other side of it, it's like if I decided to just be like, fuck it, like, and I'm not trying to shit on people, but like some average cunt and just be like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, get a, you know, like <sighs> settle or whatever. And yeah. then just like try and do the normal thing and all that. Mm-hmm. Right. I might, I felt like then I might even be mentally capping myself, you know, like selling myself short in yeah. then not reaching a certain level that I might reach kind of mm. thing and at the, at the point now that I'm at I'm glad that all of that shit happened that I fucked myself so bad because it's mm. almost like been making a diamond out of this fucking shit heap yeah. you know yeah. I've got this I'm so close to the book I've like done the last two drafts of it and rewritten that shit and then 
I've got to go through that one more time probably and then write a synopsis and then try and get it published and I don't know like I'm getting quite a lot of good responses from what it what it is so far and I'm pretty um pretty confident about it it's kind of weird like I've been working on music and all that shit for so long but it's just weird that it would then evolve into this like trying to rethink your fucking life because you're this struggling artist and you don't know what the fuck's wrong with yourself and you keep mm. identifying with the wrong types of people in news articles and then mm. self-identifying bits of mental illnesses and shit like that you mm. know it's just like and then just working on yourself that's what i mean so if i work on myself to the degree that i want then i feel like it's not even going to be an issue it's like working on yourself enough to that point then becoming successful hopefully I want to do all that before I'm ready to then be like, okay, now I feel like I'm le- a legit person almost, mm. you know, like... Well, it's just sudden returning or whatever, right? Yeah, it's 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 hard to describe. It's like, I don't know if I'm heaps crazier than normal people or something or more Probably fr- fractured or, you know, like aware of the multiple personalities that most people do slip into and shit like that. Like, because, you know, when like a psychologist would like ask you, oh, do you vi- hear voices in your head? You know, and then like if you say yes, like most of the mo- in the movies and shit, they'll be like, oh, like it means you're fucking crazy and shit. What are you talking about? Everybody Every single person on this fucking earth hears that voice in their head, the watcher in their goddamn head. That's like a trick question. You know? <laughs> but they do say voice says maybe yeah, if it starts yeah. to become plural. But I still sort of feel like when you're angry, you don't feel like the same person as when you're in this loving stuff. You know, like. I, I kind of get sometimes what they try and trip you out with, like, Scientology and shit with all the different things, like, hanging on your body and making you do well, all yeah. this gay shit. Like, There's a good bit of, like, logic behind with it. demons and stuff, you know? Well, isn't all religion, all spirituality, it all comes back to that fucked up little voice in your head, right? Mm. Which is, like, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, the mind-body dualism or whatever. And it's just people, it can be really productive and it can be really debilitating and stuff. And if you're not aware of your connection to this mass consciousness thing and you just take it for granted you then you sort of leave your soul vessel open to be taken over by these satans yeah yeah, parentheses (laughs) demons or whatever the fuck and you start acting like a piece of shit and some of the drugs seem like gateways to hell like meth and shit (laughs) well there's a good shakespeare line i heard the other day hell is empty all the demons are here (laughs) that's when shit goes bad heaven is what you make it hell is what you go through yeah exactly but I don't know. That's what everyone's trying to struggle with. And you're right about the, uh, like, identifying with the media. That shit, you're sort of on a hiding to nothing when you kind of, like... There's certain things you read and they sort of, like, they just feed that little bit in your brain because they're, like, pushing a certain worldview or, like, maybe appealing to a sort of insecurity or prejudice you have. And I mean that in the truest sense of the word and shit, you know? Not, like, just this, like, you're prejudiced, but, like, the prejudices we have as humans and the way we've learned it. And that's what so much of the modern media is, is seeming to sort of, like direct that one way or another that's why i only like reading news articles about like fucking new railway lines being built and shit because you take the emotion out of it (laughs) and i have asperger's (laughs) but i feel it's such a it's such a fucked up like way to be because it's like i'm at the point now like having done all the all not not all drugs you know what i mean i I fucking hate needles don't do have never really done meth or ice or whatever probably mm. copped it in a pill or two here there like yeah. not wanting it but you know just fucking happens you end up for like <laughs> staying up for way too long but all of that shit i wouldn't recommend now anyone do drugs but i can't recommend that anyone not do drugs either mm. because all of that 
fucked up shit and then self-analysis and like why does the world work like this when you live inside your head and oh like i don't know mm. i was just so inept i'd like become socially inept in some ways and stuff like not always but you know like enough where it just made me like at one point just sit on my bed for probably six hours into the into the morning one night mm. after we used to work at the pizza shop just mm. think thinking and that was one of the first times that just like thinking there for like six hours just punching cones and shit mm. I like figured something out really well in my head and I'm like oh fuck I can figure out problems in my head in a good way instead of just having these fake conversations with people hmm. and like creating problems like you know how you like when you're a kid you're just like thinking out every situation with someone before you fucking meet them and how it's going to go bad and hmm. like from some previous thing you know and then I'm going to say this you know but isn't that indicative of the fact maybe you think too much a little bit yeah but then I've gotten over that you know recently so it's kind of i still think too much but just, it's just don't I'm, give a fuck yeah i'm able to deal with it now yeah exactly well it's i think it's partly this return of satin satin after 33 years type thing as well too <laughs> i've sort of got some of it recently as well too it's weird yeah. it was you mentioned something recently about sort of like i don't know at a certain point in a dude's life he gets that sort of second puberty or whatever as well and what are you going to do? It's not evidenced by this bullshit we talk in the show, but if you're out there and you're over the hill, you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 And if you start a podcast and you have to edit it yourself or listen back to it... Mm, fucks you up a bit. Yeah, you'll start realizing the absolute horse shit that you talk and you have to start analyzing mm. <laughs> the crap that you say. Like last show, I was like mad shit talking Fabrizio Verdum and all that stuff, right? Yeah. And then listening back to it, editing it, I think I've already touched base with mm. you on it, but... It was just amusing to me that, you know, at the end of the day, I fucking, you know, I don't know that I was, oh, I love Brazil, like, because, like, that's pretty hollow <laughs> as well. But I do love, like, Brazil in the way that I grew up listening to Sepultura. <laughs> My band covered Nail Bomb. Sure. I've been to a Sepultura concert. Yeah. Um, fucking Hoist Gracie. You like that Carrasco meat yeah, thing? Yeah, shit. Like, surf culture from the early 90s and shit on yeah. all those videos would have Brazilian business stuff. Yeah, still not you know, doing like, it for me. Mad into it and stuff, but um, the the reason that I was hating in this way and then able to just say whatever the fuck I want to mm. just go with the hate, right, is because I was I, <laughs> and I'm not sure if I'd ever thought of this before until editing that mm. last episode, and it was like I was identifying within Fabricio's hyper emotional personality mm. and like you know like a bit douchey behaviour mm. things. And I'm probably wording it better now after speaking to you and Big yeah. Dog, but things that I would be scared that I have in my personality. Mm. Right? And on the flip side of that, after talking to you guys, you were saying that that's like this legit uh, thing that's come up in articles you've read before, where then the flip side is then you like people that you think you like to think that you have aspects of that in yeah, your personality and you identify right? with that and so yeah, yeah, yeah and that was a hundred percent completely true about that because it's like all the things that i was like oh fuck that guy for being mm. like that is mm. things that i'm like oh fuck it. i don't want to be like that and like i don't think i do that kind of thing you know well this is i don't know it's fucked up it it's comes such a mind fuck. it comes back to that classic human thing of stories all this shit just revolves around the stories we have and like we like them because we see I mean, you know, the UFC you fight, you see it in that as well, too. It's a story of, like, this guy overcoming that and everything. <laughs> and it's just because you see a certain aspect of yourself when you're in it. It is sort of like this low-grade psychological transference that goes on every day. <laughs> like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, oh, like, I'm glad I don't have to deal with that or whatever, you know? 
a battle against the super ego yeah you're giving it so damn comforting in a way that it's <laughs> fucked up speaking of the super ego i guess i'll go on about it is I've, I've actually come to a theory of watching quite a few videos online I, I i like a lot of bullshit on youtube and like i can't really deal with normal tv anymore unless it's good because the plots are just retarded so i like watching <laughs> these public freak out videos of like people in walmarts and stuff just because it's like immediate drama right up in your face and a good superman punch on the old whip. <laughs> yeah and well i'm getting i'm getting that so that's the one i like and i like the car dash cam videos and recently i found one which is bikers versus crazy stupid angry people and it's his collection and it combines both of that it's the public freak out and it's the dash cam so you get that sense of speed especially on a big new tv it's quite quite exhilarating and then you get the Doe's <laughs> um, uh, told me about it before, but like on the motorbike, he told me that like you have to maintain this level of adrenaline, and it makes sense because it's like totally different experience of speed than being in a car and everything like that. So your adrenaline's up heaps, and just watching them, they sometimes they get legit cut off and go crazy at the people. Right? They constantly do this hand motion, like put your phone down, going around <laughs> heaps, just policing people. Right? Telling them to put their yeah, phones that, down. That's pretty. Shitty. Starting arguments and stuff, and then putting it up on YouTube. Right? And I realized another little dynamic is they're filming these on their head cams because they're doing it for like vlogging audiences at home. They have an incentive for like dramatic stuff to happen. <laughs> so rather than you just being on your bike for fun because you're going to be uploading it to the internet, they fully get into that. The same way yeah. we're talking now, we're a bit conscious of like, you know, when I elevated a bit of a normal <laughs> shit, they do that. They and do constant lane splitting and shit. That, but they've got this super fragile ego. Like they just think that he was trying to kill me. Yeah. He was trying to kill me. They, they always turn around to argue with them and shit it does flip like that on you in a second when you're on the bike but mm. when i see those it guys takes them ages when to i calm see down those though. guys react like that i want to defend them mm. but i can't because that shit's happened to me before and i've hung there shaking my head mm. you know i didn't kick their fucking car in well know? that's what's cool on the videos you can see them shake their head side to side because yeah. it's got the gopro on top of it so when they do the move the disapproving move you can yeah. see it because i was just like oh my god you almost fucked. i'd like did one of those dirty ones like up an inside lane mm. so there was two lanes did it in a lane cut back into traffic and then as i was cutting back into traffic in sort of this like three-quarter length car spot the hmm. person behind was like oh fuck that and try to do that thing where you just make it not a spot yeah right and i'm like i'm on a fucking bike, a bike and yeah. i'm in the spot already hmm. and they like stopped seriously half an inch from my back door yeah. and i'm just like oh my god like did they just almost break my back for no reason yeah. like there's what a lot the of the fuck is going on there's a lot of those i think it's just because when you're in a car some people are assholes and some people just don't give a fuck but i agree the ones on youtube heaps of the time it's just these bikes in a fucking revved up adrenaline state. yeah revved up adrenaline like they're driving along at like 90 on a 50 road and a car kind of pulls out yeah. like onto the main road and they're like Can you see i can't believe he did that and it's like he probably couldn't tell your distance because he thought you were going like 45 k's yeah. an hour and you just i was watching the speedometers the way they go from like 30 to 85 or whatever is so fucking ridiculous <laughs> i know you've done more you've done this and shit so it seems pretty fun it i was trolling fun. my girlfriend i'll have to get one but uh, <laughs> i think i think i'm too old it's a bit hectic yeah. or too young it looks fun though <laughs> yeah it got to the point where it was like it's quite fun but like what am i doing here do mm. i want to just like keep going like oh faster and faster and all this shit like you should go to a track or something mm. and then i don't know i was fucking shattered my arm last last year about yeah. this time and then i sold my bike a few months ago mm, you might have but to. my original um goal was just to get the license in the first place yeah. i just wanted to have this bike skill sort yeah, of upgrade you know yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly i think we played san andreas in a few years previous and mm. i was like yeah i need bikes bike skills plus plus fuck yeah 
yeah i don't think my girlfriend will let me get one <laughs> it looks pretty fun though but i have to teach you in the zombie apocalypse i've been doing outdoor i've been trying to do a bit of exercise recently so i'm doing some of that shit fuck yeah and i've been uh so i've been actually sticking with that a bit yeah i got a plus for that and uh going out most fridays for the past month on the water for a bit of a sail as well <laughs> i know it's a pretty good kind of uh cheeky thing or whatever but it's pretty good getting out there we've got this this harbor right in our midst and everything it's pretty cool and i always used to ask my dad who likes sailing and i'm like oh like when you when you saved up he like bought like a sports car or whatever when he was a bit older and and it's sort of like i was like oh shouldn't you put it towards like buying your own boat and he's like no you never need to do it just make friends with people who have boats yeah and it's true (laughs) because when it looks like every person has to have like a boat guy like in silicon valley like so much maintenance and stuff but if you just pop in and off fucking like a refugee flying you know it's easy jump on jump off so that's good i recommend out to anyone out there who so wants anyone to, out there with a boat email the, the boat. Show. we might do one of those cruises Conan wants to go sailing <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck i wouldn't hold it against you though it would be pretty fun just being out on the water that's punch, nice punch a couple of beers punch a few beers well that's that's the drink only a thing a couple of billies drink a couple of billies the only thing is if you could smoke a ciggy on there, it would be heaven. But I can't smoke ciggies on other people's boats, really. <laughs> <laughs> you should just tell them it's maritime law. But maritime law. <laughs> like within a kilometer of the CBD. But I think at the risk of sounding pretty earnest about it, what's fun about it is what I enjoy about skiing and stuff. And I guess, like, you know, in the water and stuff, surfing as well, too, is you're doing this sort of speed ship with no power. It's just through, like, natural motion and stuff like that. And that element of it, I get it a bit. Like, yeah. like you know, when you do it, like a surfer drops in or someone a snowboard hits like a sweet turn it's like when you like pull the sail from one side to the other and it fills up and it's just like all being powered yeah. by sort of natural stuff that's yeah. pretty cool yeah it's pretty good so i've been doing that my workouts smoking far too many ciggies <laughs> it makes you way guiltier about ciggy mm. if you, ciggies if you're working out now not really it's just such a fucking ever-present part of my life that i wouldn't <laughs> it's just like five minutes that i can't smoke ciggies in you know <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you're going to be scared once you get fit and then you're like, oh, it feels good. And then you have ciggies and then you go to work out and you're like, oh, it's shitter than that other time that I worked out. What should I do? Well, I just, I sort of want to be able to like do some exercise and yeah. shit and then keep smoking and then at some point feel good. This is a vague plan. I guess Shervo did it. You can do it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I can lunchbox like that. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, but uh, at some point that I'll get like fit enough that I'll just be like, I don't need these anymore. Like this is the idealized <laughs> type version in my head. So rather than like, I'm so fit, I just can't so have fit. Things. Yeah, I just put them away. And at that point, it's like taking the weight vest off your chest kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I do punch cones with a weight vest on. Exactly. So. But I might have been watching too much Forrest Gump getting those. Because it like, makes it healthier. That's yeah. the idea, yeah. Well, it's like um, <laughs> altitude trading in Colorado Springs and shit, right? <laughs> I can punch the cone without even sucking it in. It's fine. Mm, totally. <laughs> totally. But, um, yeah, there's some big ships out in the harbor. There's some fucking massive uh, helicopter carriers. And, like, I hadn't really been out before when the Manly Ferry gets in your way and shit. <laughs> it's, like, me, me, me. it's pretty hectic. Like, it's going to run you down with the Manly Ferry. <laughs> saw this other boat almost get kind of cocked by it that was cool <laughs> sorry i just like had a dirt side backtrack fucking call, callback thing that was just like um another aspect because like i'm sure it, a lot of my ego is just telling me like, oh i wasn't ready for chicks just because i couldn't achieve that at the time as well right mm-hmm. but it does seem like this subconscious fuckery i'm still standing a little bit behind that it seems like, oh, I kind of knew that I was too fucked to deal with someone else. But um, another part of it was, like, I was hyper-aware of the post, 
post cum depression or you know like mm. post cum like just like mm. whatever the fuck you would call it mm. um how you're just like not into it anymore <laughs> at like a pretty pretty fucking early age mm. from batting off on icq mm. to this like picture this girl sent me when i was like 14 mm. and like i batted off for so long and it was like ooh, and then like I don't know, after hours probably, like, was like, oh, like, finished, like, this maniac. And then I had the worst blue balls, even though I did come, just because I think I'd be, like, beating my nuts into the computer chair. (laughs) The whole time I was like, yes, I'm going to get this chick. She's going to be my girlfriend and all this shit. And then just afterwards, it's just like, oh, my God, look at this fucking chick. Oh, fuck. Really? I don't get that. Yeah, I don't get it either, yeah. But, like, um, (laughs) I don't get why. You don't get it at all. Mm, No, not not to, like... The fact that you felt contemptuous towards this picture or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't really get that. And, like, much. back then, I was so I was such a judgmental little kid, like, always yeah. going around sounds thinking, like, you were. like, yeah, yeah, thinking I'm mm. going to get, like, a real hot chick and then be like, nah, she's dirty and mm. shit like that, you know? Just a fucking piece of shit. Mm. So, I deserved it at the same time, but I don't think I would have been able to handle it, so... <laughs> Deserve is a tricky concept. No, no, I mean, I deserve not to have a relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 maybe. Because, yeah, I was a bit of a cunt from, like, I don't know, 13 to 15, just for fun, sort of big upping to the older dudes doing slack calls out of the car and mm. all this shit, you know? Well, it's two things, isn't it, at its heart? But, but you still, like, that was still attracting enough people in the right way. It's just I was such a, like, bitch in the head as well that you, I could attract girls in a certain way but then once it became like, oh, you're like interested in this chick as well, then I would start acting like a chick and it would freak them out. Like mm. not like a chick, but you know, like oh, like yeah, I really like you, Owen. And like you're just way too into it. Mm. So like yeah, like a chick. So it was it was fucked up. Being swept off your feet. That's and what stuff. I'm saying. Used to be a bitch. Was a bit fucked in the head. Like, pretty mean to girls, even though I liked them. And yeah. was like hypersexual, like kind of secretly, like. This is like every dude crazy. you're talking about, right? Yeah, but like, yeah, but like to a to a degree that is a bit in a bit extreme. Yeah, you know? like driving home from hockey one day and then like being like, oh, I could just smoke pipes when I get home, but I might stop off at top of the world and climb the tree and then mm. climb the tree. Like, oh, shit. And I used to get quite horny just from smoking weed or and mm. jerked off in the tree. Yeah. You jerked off at top of the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, not even creeping on anyone. Just jerked off in a tree. Fuck, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Fucking lunatic. So, like, you know what I mean? You don't want to for- you wouldn't want to force that kind of insanity on someone as well. So there's both sides of it. The the side of it that you're like pining for girls. But aren't girls just as- d- turned off by that kind of shit? Aren't they just as fucked up as you? Maybe not. I don't think they are. Not at that age, Probably maybe. Not. No. Boys are worse. Yeah. Yeah. Shameful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then after all of all of that behaviour and it being like, you know, not going bad good or bad, really. Mm. And then in the early 20s, because I still hadn't really, like, achieved anything, I started just uh, veering left so hard. Like, I don't know. Like, that had happened to us through high school, I think. But Mm. it just went downhill, downhill, downhill to the point where then I'm, like, not identifying, but sometimes, like, semi... I don't want to say identifying, but, like, semi-identifying with, like, fucking bad news articles and shit. Mm. You know what I Mm. mean? Like, rape Mm. shit and, like, just weird stuff. But, like, then being like, oh, no, no. But, like... Because, like that's how lefty dudes can be sometimes mm. you know like that whole male feminist is, is a, a symptom of depression yeah. you know like male, yeah and male <laughs> feminist like if you find out someone's a male feminist like start the countdown to the rape charge i think is a yinopolis thing as well um 
retarded. You know, but it's true though because mm. I fucking lived it, and mm. it's like you start, you just like it's like this dirt spiral, you know, and mm. it's like ah, like ugh. and I'm so glad that I punched out the other side, which is why I'm saying like all of that weird experience and then doing drugs to try and have escapist stuff. I wouldn't tell anyone not to do it to the point where you could end up enlightening the fucking shit out of yourself, right? Like mm. a Hunter S. Thompson like me Hulk Hogan Mm. Um, but at this point in my life I'm way more into encouraging people to fucking exercise eat healthy Mm. maybe like smoke a bit of weed (laughs) but fucking you know like just well I had just a thought it's fucking weird it's fucked up that these thoughts are considered shameful right and this is a weird segue but I was sort of thinking so I don't want to tell you not to do drugs but I don't want to tell you to do drugs either you know you were talking about those bad feelings and about how sometimes you might be isolated from like you know mainstream social conventions it's hard to do with sometimes you know do that fake shit and yet you know you're talking about struggling with like how you feel bad about stuff apparently Christina Keneally yesterday in the by-election or whatever went to a nursing home and handed out how to vote cards to dementia patients in the dementia ward how to vote how to vote like oh (laughs) come down to the polling place to the to the in the dementia ward tapes them so why are we meant to feel super bad about this sort of stuff when that's a mainstream politician at least we don't cause that sort of harm, you know? Fuck. Because those fucking Puritans in England or whatever told you mm. or me that my dick's bad or something and it genetically hung on for a while. So. I don't know. It's the... Yeah. The, <laughs> uh, the education the Puritans system told me feminized my dick's bad. the shit out of us. I don't know. It's not that extreme. Mm. And it's kind of like it's my responsibility as well for becoming well, yeah. like that. You know what mm. I mean? You gotta At the end of the day, you've got to take the fucking responsibility. Mm. And I'm so glad, like I said, that it's got gone full circle and I'm back to fucking mm. watching Arnold Schwarzenegger movies loving fucked up shit yeah. and wanting to be a fucking dude it's like the world Not like oh I am I'm better than those guys because I don't think like that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah dude yeah. and then like yeah then you're gonna get the pussy creep in there like a little- oh it sounds like my microphone's taking a fart <laughs> a shot I just heard that fuck it's like the world is a kindergarten and nap time's over you know so really at the end of the day as much as people would probably just listen to this and be like fuck what a loser you know what I mean it's like from my point of view it's like no I had a high degree of responsibility to the world and I didn't fuck up you know I could have ended up a psychopath that's true I'm glad you didn't yeah like high five okay I will say though that the internet has a lot to answer for yeah yeah but just the constant rejection and then not being able to um deal with it because i was in more of a hyper emotional state when i was a younger man but it's not rejection it's self-sabotage and yeah it's self-sabotage and rejection though yeah i guess so like as a in the jewel fucking state of physicality yeah as a dude you experience rejection like so so much right Mm. and then you learn to deal with it in this normal way like it doesn't even fucking matter right Mm. but i didn't do that for a very long time Mm. i'll be like no it'll be better next time it's fine Mm. like i would like bury that shit Mm. so i changed from burying shit to the super honesty right yeah and it's so much more healthy for you Mm. but your friends will probably think you're a bit crazy but Mm. like fuck it fuck (laughs) I can't follow up with that it's true though do some uh, do some uh, read a book and do some exercise I guess that's the moral we come down to all the time huh? do some bong hits I've been listening to Mystical since the rape charges got brought up but I didn't know before in 2006 he went to jail for rape for like 6 years or whatever and was released as well too a different one Fuck. Yeah. 
So is it shameful to be listening to that? I know we brought it up the other day, but I no, just... No, because some of the music comes from weird pain, you know? Like, new mama! And all that kind of shit, like, oh, I had a crackhead for mama. That's not nice, mm. but you still, like, some people will be like, that's a good song. Do you know he was a combat engineer in the Gulf War? Mr. Cow? Yeah, Mr. Cow. Oh, fuck. So all that army clay shit was for real. Mm. Shit. Oh, yeah, I'm not defending it. Mm. Piece of shit or whatever. But you know what I mean? Like, with the... And I used to do it personally. You know, you'd put all your dark thoughts and all the shit into the art that you were making or whatever. Mm. So I'd write weird fucked up rhymes and stuff. But, um... Yeah, that's another level, obviously. (laughs) Totally. We're not advocating anyone act like mystical, by the way. Yeah, fucking maniac. Fuck. Apparently. Allegedly. Allegedly. Fuck, man. Oh, no, you're saying you went... Yeah, went for six years, so straight up maniac. Everyone in jail is innocent, right? Yeah. (laughs) Open every cell in Attica, send them to Africa, as we've said before. (laughs) Fuck, man. That's what wraps all. Oh, you know what I forgot to tell you? I could have been last cast or a couple of casts ago. <laughs> yeah. About that. Oh my god, this mic. Um, about the Troy Kell fucking prison. The docker. prison documentary. Yeah. How I was saying he was quite charismatic. Hmm. The line that I remember that I wanted to tell you on that was, um, he's talking about like copying shit from the guards and other. God damn this fucking mic. <laughs> or is it yours? Yeah. So he's talking about copying shit from the guards, and then um, maybe other prisoners as well. And he's like, "You gotta suck ass. You gotta suck ass. You gotta suck ass. You suck ass long enough, you're gonna end up choking on shit." <laughs> it's just fucking. It was movie quality. Fuck. But from an absolute piece of shit. But it was kind of weird as well, though, because when he says it, you're just like, "Oh, you know, like it was quite." satisfying in this prison documentary but the guy is such a piece of shit but he said the coolest line (laughs) same sort of thing so why do we watch these prison things it's because like you said we crave to be institutionalized was that it in a way and it's the brotherhood of us against the system Mm. and sort of like the it's like you're the rebel alliance yeah the terror of being on your own against Mm. everything as well and then somehow doing it, you're like waiting to see that guy that's just a maniac on his own and doesn't. Would you rather be in prison or war? <laughs> Fuck, that's a good question. Fucking. War, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Comes down to it, huh? Yeah. Because glor- there's no glory in prison. Yeah, I'd rather have freedom. Yeah, even though there was a good quote from uh, one of the old American generals and he said, war's glory is all moonshine. <laughs> like it doesn't exist, sort of. And that's probably true as well. But And obviously you're fighting and dying for a, lo- for a lie. But I don't when know. When everyone gets PTSD or like yeah. shoves the feelings deep down. Yeah. But I don't know. Like some people, some handfuls of people, I guess, or a bunch of military families seem like if you're able to justify mentally and rationalize kind of like mm. some of the other religions in the, yeah. in the east do if you're able to just rationalize the whole thing <clears throat> you can do it and feel good about it yeah so. 
And I read, I was reading about World War One recently on the Western Front, and this British, he was like a 25-year-old clerk who went to war, and like in Band of Brothers, a guy who just, his superiors keep getting killed, so he keeps rising up and just shows an <laughs> aptitude for it. And by the end of the war, he goes home, gets like the, the King's Medal and shit like that, <laughs> goes back to the front line, like leading a troop. And he said out of his platoon, they were running so low towards the end of the war in 1917-18, there were no less than 11 convicted murderers. <laughs> from British prisons they're like no no you're going over there to fight <laughs> so in his company you've got 11 murderers 11, 11 murderers who they just popped out of jail into your care fuck so you sort of I don't know <laughs> if he has to lead them and shit he must be fucking pretty crazy and stuff you know fuck. if he's like you guys are in jail and you're murderers and shit like you have no idea like pay attention to me I'll shoot you in the face sort of. <laughs> so maybe that's what we need to do is send prisoners off to fight wars yeah I wouldn't want to go off to fight a war but, like, you know what I mean? Like, the romanticism that we probably... I have injected somewhere from my childhood for all that kind of crap. Hmm. Probably... Everyone has ...would it. make it acceptable. But... I'm convinced that this... Sorry, just quickly. This hero's journey stuff and the way you... You know, you mentioned that. I'm getting more convinced it's sort of built inside our genetics and our bloodline as well, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not in any sort of eugenics way, but in terms of, like... You know, it's something deep down that people just crave the stories or whatever. Yeah. It's really weird. <laughs> Something about that cycle of life and sort of, uh, well, tribalism, if it is that. But, you know, like defense of the tribe, offense and all that sort of stuff, it's sort of built in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, along along those kind of lines as well, I th- think I was talking to maybe Ponjit about this stuff. Like, in terms of then looking back on being in school personally as like a for a couple of years span a bigger sort of guy right probably in the 80 to 90 kilo range sure and in my head i'm like a big pussy right so i'm not appreciating at the time that possibly i could be like intimidating Mm. like in a certain way like when you're roughhousing with people and shit like that Mm. but it never crossed my mind right um so oh shit now i've fucking lost it i hate that (laughs) Yeah, okay, the righteous violence, okay, Mm. right? So, from the point of view, like, when I was about 10, 11, probably more like 11 Mm. to 12 in, like, the last years of primary school, the last Mm. year of primary school, um, I sort of got into a couple of situations occasionally, not very often, but occasionally where smaller guys in my grade would, like, get picked on by Mm. guys in, like, another class because we were in, like, an opportunity class, so Mm -hmm. we kind of got nerded a bit, right? Mm. And, um... And then because I was kind of big and, like, played rugby and was athletic and stuff, I would, like, defend, like, my friends, right? Mm. And then one day this, like, kind of cool, like, way cooler kid from one of the, like, you know, mm. not opportunity class, like, just regular schools, <laughs> just a rego. Just a rego. Um, and he was, like, pretty badass as mm. well. He was, like, a known sort of badass guy. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, stop it and stuff. Like, stop, like, messing with my friend or whatever. Mm. What are you doing? Because they're probably, like, trying to, like, punch and, like, steal their tennis ball or some shit. I don't know. And he, like, did a fly kick at me and I, like, moved out of the way and he, like, kicked the shit out of this wall. And I was just, like, in my head, like, oh, my God, he could have killed me and all this shit. But in a a way, I sort of got, like, addicted to that kind of righteous violence, right? Mm. Where it was, like, I knew that I was really good at roughhousing from Mm. having, like, an older brother, like, three years older brother. And we'd, like, fight, and he'd, like, be, mm. like, you know, would beat me every goddamn time. But, like, it makes you tough, right? And then, um, so, so like, I get, like, addicted to sticking up, like, mm. and doing that stuff. 
and never came to anything and never even get like punched in the face really mm. and then by the time we're in the start of high school everyone's sorting each other out you know like mm. to see who's the fucking alpha dog and yeah, all this right. shit yeah. not that you're aware of that you're not even aware of it yeah and we're playing like kill the deal with the pill sure. on the year seven lawns and yeah. shit i'm just running around just nailing all the biggest dudes i can find mm. with dead legs right because yeah. we used to dead leg the shit out of each other at rugby union yeah and i got absolutely fucked at training one day sure. this guy dead leg man i'm like mm. man i'm gonna learn how to do that and yeah. fucking be the best of that shit <laughs> I would just take motherfuckers down and kill the deal with the pill. Mm. Even to the point where this guy that I'd become friends with during the year, mm. like James, sorry, mm. dude. <laughs> I ended up like slamming him against this um, wall that mm. was against the back wall of the year seven lawns against this servo. And he's just like, what the fuck are you doing, mm. man? And it's like, oh, sorry. Mm. I just like, don't don't even realize that you're just like the roughhousing gets to this level where it's like you're actually smashing people and mm. shit. Um but I enjoyed that up to a certain point, and then I guess once you, it starts getting really muddy when you're like in the teens as well, because mm. then it starts like everyone is sort of just sort of fucking bashing everyone <laughs> in the shoulders. You know what I mean? Mm. Just like it's all all this weird roughhousing, and it's no longer righteous. And then I'm just sort of in my head, it's never been like you're this violent dude, right? Mm. But I could then see now from other people's perspective why I would get like the bad boy award in, <laughs> in year 12. You got the bad you know, boy like, award. In year 12. Yeah. Like, yeah, like when I'm fucking 18 or 17. Fuck. Because like, you should start bashing people. And did all this dumb, you should start bashing shit. people again, I reckon. But then from like the outside point of view, mm. like the guys in the year above in their last year, I think I'm in year 11 or something, would have seen me because we like hung out with this one teacher at rock climbing like mm. mr <laughs> mr gray right mm. and he was quite like playful when he'd have you for sport and shit and mm. like we were like were roughing him up real bad at um fucking rock climbing one day in this sort of gym area with all these mats around so it was sort of like haha it's all fun and games and shit even though he kind of got like so one of the kids like tackled him and like all this shit it was hectic right so it seemed like oh this dude's just kind of down for shit occasionally and he's not going to bust you it doesn't Mm. really matter and he was talking to these kids in the playground when he was on like um playground duty or whatever Mm. the fuck it is and i ducked down behind this wall like and like sort of popped my head up and looked and there was all these guys in the air above and I put my hand like next to the teacher's face like from the back like so he's facing Mm. these other kids sort of reprimanding or saying some Mm. shit to them and I put I think he was sort of being playful with them which is probably why I did it Mm. but then put the base of my hand sort of on the near his ear and just like went to do this quite light just close your hand on his like it's touching his yeah. head already you know what I mean so yeah. it's not going to be this crack, crack like smack yeah. him in the head it's thing just a little, yeah. I was just going to use the force of me closing my hand onto his face yeah. or oh, pretending to do a slap sure. and as I put my hand on his face as you would mm. but I didn't think of it he started turning his face towards <laughs> my hand so like as as I was doing this like mini yeah. slap yeah. he's doing this turn as well and it yeah. turned into this prop like like That's pretty good slap <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. face right yeah. <laughs> and then um yeah I just turned into a massive pussy and like yeah we went to like he went to bust me at like the science teachers like rooms and all this shit and then this other teacher that knew me and i was like really nice in her class and mm. stuff what and vouched like, for you or something yeah or and i started breaking it down to oh, i thought we could just like play with him it was all good and all this mm. shit and i fully got out of it just by how are you meant to alpha again, dog you know? it in that situation as I mean. like it's a just... kid at school they have a, they have the authority and shit as well too you know so that's what i mean it's like it's so like schizophrenic in a way you end up well, like jonah or like, whatever big dog doing all this shit mm. and then like to the teachers you're fucking pussy and then 
but you're getting out of it. So then to your friends, you're bragging mm. about how manipulative you are. You know, like I'm pretty, I guess I'm a pretty manipulative mm. guy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. At the time, all that shit seemed just totally legit. Or oh, you're fighting, not fighting for your life, but you know, it's mm. just like Refu- you're in the shit. Yeah. And you're refusing to accept your place in the yeah, social hierarchy. Look, looking or back on it, it was like, oh, mm. God damn. Mm. I almost choked out one of my friends with a leg lock when I didn't even know what I was doing. Like, like, not a triangle even. Like, I had his head in between both of my shins and I was, I was just choking him out. His head was going like a tomato. Yeah. And that was fine as well now that I know that you can choke people out and it's fine. Hmm. But back then when I was doing it, I was like, oh, fuck, what if I'd killed him and all this shit? You know, like... <laughs> well, I, I don't the know. same guy in year 12 I chased out of the year 12 common room with one of those plastic chairs with all mm. those um, metal legs sticking out of the bottom right mm. and just in like the heat of rage because he'd probably like smacked me in the head or like done some shit like we'd always have back and forth stuff right and I ran out there and he was already down at bum fluff right at these chairs like mm. 20 meters away from the door at the common room mm. And I ran like five meters to that little alcove Hmm. and threw that chair Hmm. and it landed like half a meter away from him. And one of the legs stabbed like inches into the ground and the Hmm. chair like stuck in the ground like this fucked up javelin. And he just looked at me like, oh my God, like shaking his head. And then I sort of looked at him like... Like, like, you don't like sort of like half like what cunt but also like in my eyes he would have been able to see mm. like oh my god mm. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that <laughs> fuck well maybe so I probably would have bashed some chick bro it's a good thing I grew out of it and now I can just be nice uh, I don't know if that's true I find myself getting less I don't think I would have yeah. no. I'm getting... you know what I'm saying mm. fuck that's fucking volatile behaviour well that's why they segregated you away from the girls right <laughs> <laughs> fuck man I don't know what you gonna do about it unless you got a time travel machine I guess machine. it's not that bad it's not like all these cunts just stabbing each other and fucking shooting well, people well yeah but you know what I mean it's just like being able to be reflective enough about that to not fucking put anyone else through it is a cool way for my ego to deal with not getting any pussy <laughs> fuck nice punchline <laughs> <laughs> but don't we all do that what not get any pussy <laughs> <laughs> no I can't slip into that kind no. of mindset well again. the western world evidently not <laughs> look at the birth rates unless something man funny. I got a simulacra and an email girlfriend I'm fine <laughs> I'm not even joking bro <laughs> <laughs> simulacra meaning what like <laughs> a tool figure it out for yourself oh, fuck figure it out for yourself <laughs> Jesus look it up yeah <laughs> but I meant okay yeah are you talking about in a conceptual way though you have a simulacra or I thought it might have been some new toy called the simulacra or whatever oh no but, yeah. yeah it could be a toy I don't know just rebrand a pocket pussy as a simulacra <laughs> or whatever um <laughs> mm. attached to an iPad yeah constantly on Facebook mm fuck that's how, that's the way it feels like we're going yeah hmm. I, like I was watching a bit of Dead Man on Campus the other week hmm. I fell asleep so I didn't see it all but it it just fucked me up when he's like uh, uh, look, looking across the room at this chick and then hmm. um, Kyle hmm. in the room with him is like that's blah 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 and like knows who all these chicks are and hmm. he's like oh how do you know that and he's like oh it's in the freshman Facebook I mean Whoa. like 
jacking off to that thing for like two weeks straight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, it's just digital now. Fuck. <laughs> what year was that? That was before Facebook. It was yeah, shit. Ninety six. Wow. They're actually jerking it to the literal Facebook thing. Hmm. Well, it's the same principle, yeah, right? Yeah. It's- fuck yeah. That's why this devil machine is going to be the death of us, really, probably, huh? Yeah, because they're not going to be real. You're just going to be fucking bots. Mm. It gives you your heart's desire in the shittiest possible way, if you don't control yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. In terms of yeah, everything. Yeah. In terms of stimulation. Yeah, you better, like you better fucking find yourself, otherwise you're going to jail, son. Oh, otherwise you're going, <laughs> you're going into the fucking matrix if you don't find yourself as well, so... <laughs> I already see people look the like matrix in the Matrix jail. <coughs> Everyone's already in the Matrix jail. Man. <laughs> no, that's not entirely true. I see a lot of like life and people walking around. Mm. I think with the weather being a bit warmer over the past week, I think I've seen less people on their phones. Yeah, I guess as much as I'm saying don't do drugs, maybe dabble with the DMT as well, though. Yeah, I know. You always promote that. Just dabble with it just to remember where you've been before. Yeah. When you go there, you're like, oh, yeah. I've been here before. And then you're like, oh, where's my friends? Oh, it doesn't matter. Hey, do you like, just going back to that last thing, speaking of DMT trips or getting off DMT trips, I bought myself, because of my poor self-control ability, as you might have guessed, some of the listeners out there, a um, flip phone. Awesome. It's got no fucking, it's, <laughs> it's got no internet. It's got Bluetooth headphones, so I listen to music. It's got no email. It's got no internet. Because I found myself just flicking through. Facebook is such retarded crack. And I went away for a little bit and had a look the other day. (laughs) And it it actually makes you feel bad. The selection of shit. Maybe it's just my feed in terms of like news and opinions and everything set to kind of like do that. That clicks, that controversy or whatever. And there's no... it's all by design, brother. There's no... I don't know if it is. I feel like it's not really. Like it's just that is an algorithm. Sure, they might be like manipulating it in a way to do it. But ultimately, the people... What is to blame for it is is people's tastes. Right? It wouldn't sell if people weren't hookers for it. People like garbage yeah. and outrage and yeah, fucking misdirection and fairy tales and shit, right? And I feel like the internet is sort of <coughs> facilitating that. Yeah, but the way that they filter the things that sure. go through it, I think even downplays the fact that you could even discuss that on Facebook. But that's the thing. That I, th- I see what you mean. <laughs> is that all the fucking... Um, uh, articles and stuff. I can see that being sort of, you know, we've read allegations about them being pushed one way or another and stuff. But all the comments have vile shit from everyone as well, yeah. too. It's not censored in that way. And it's just like, whenever I see a comment thread posted yeah, one that's hour, true. it says posted one hour ago, 157 comments or whatever, right? Or even more, like 356. And it's a controversial issue. You open it up and it's resentment, sarcasm, anger. Bitterness, ignorance, nearly just that, right? That's one in like 150 will have something to say. The rest is all just mankind or man or woman unloading her fucking his or her id onto the internet. That's why I've been trying to be an example this week and last podcast as well of someone that's doing some self reflection, right? Mm. I guess we're going to speak fucking candidly now for a moment, but like, (laughs) you're not starting now. Yeah, but. Like pro- proper, like truth, like straight truth dog, you mm. know what I mean? Like, I've just been sort of trying to be an example of being able to be self reflective in terms of being able to say whatever the fuck you want in terms of the last show, right? Mm. But then still having the balls to turn all of that fucking intellect and horse shit up in your brain on yourself, right? Yeah. 
So like you, I find that a burden to do that all the time. Though. Yeah, but you need to do it. Otherwise, you, I've done like, it so much. I know you have to do it, but it's, it's a responsibility to yourself and to everyone else. Though is why I think we should all do it more. Is because the more that you can catch yourself before you start saying the fucking shitty thing to someone, before you start saying something subconsciously that. But introversion you know, like, can hinder action as well too. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to not care about if you're saying this. No, thing I'm to saying this from person. a negative. Yeah, from a negative point of view though. If you're mm. just saying it and it's just a. It's n- doesn't even matter. Mm. I get what you mean. But I guess if you're like fuck introversion, that's just like oh, I'm just going to put on nothing but a front sort of thing and just build walls and stuff, and you, that's no way to do it either. But I think most people you find having having, but like it's, in it's the a, way the that I shat of, on Fabrizio Verdun, yeah. like shat all over. Him oh, right. and you went back and like yeah, yeah, and I can't I can't deal with that when I l- listened back to it because I knew there was more going on there with my fucking stupid ego, right? Oh, you're so fair-minded. That is true. It is admirable. It's an admirable trait. But like, if we can all do that kind of shit, then we can catch catch it out and keep elevating and keep elevating everyone's got the potential to do that kind of shit it's just you get caught up in that facebook feed mentality mm. where it's like oh fuck that dumb cunt you know mm. like <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah it doesn't do yeah it doesn't do wonders for my brain as well too and just try and go logically figure out why god should exist or whatever or buy my book in like a few weeks or yeah just buy, buy dad's book seriously just like think like that was one thing that fucked me up going along with that like sitting in your room punching and figuring shit out was that just that sitting there thinking to yourself Mm. for long periods of time not reading anything not listening to anything just thinking to yourself Mm. just doing that like seriously made me smarter it actually made me smarter like no shit and at, at different times in my life and then the biggest one was when I wrote that book which is like my best freestyle I've ever done right to be fair Descartes sort of had it didn't he I think therefore I am yeah 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 fuck yeah everything's a thought basically everything's a thought and you're inside that and then the guys intellectualize about it and try and understand it and women inherently understand it all because of the um, life within a life fractal shit right Mm mm-hmm so maybe not it doesn't apply to all men and all women but like that Hmm. that sense of you have a life growing inside you Hmm. that sort of came out of nothing and it's like bursting you know like all Hmm. that shit it's sort of like women experience and feel that shit so they don't even need to and also having some inherent worth they don't need to word it or rationalize it you know like fuck knowing about that shit like they kind of inherently know and the thing of having some inherent worth because of that yeah whereas dudes true you know they don't have yeah but like if you can intellectualize and rationalize and get to the point hopefully Hmm. that i can breach some mainstream shit and i hope it's as profound as i feel like it is but you know if you can get to those points where you can then feel better about yourself and want to act positively because like why wouldn't you because of resonance and all this Mm. shit we've discussed that Mm. you exist therefore the positive force blah 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 Mm. even if that is just me thinking retarded Mm. it's given me like borderline zero fear of death Mm. right and the mentality of a born again Christian without being a fucking kook because it's my own it's my own personalized religion (laughs) you know what I mean and it's not it's not like it's like a cult religion in the way that I'd be like, follow my word, mm. son, and all this shit. But if, they, if then someone reads it and has the same sort of thoughts mm. and personal, fucking kill him. personalizes it for themselves mm. and then has that ca- same kind of experience, mm. like, who, who gives a shit? They can mm. write their own fucking book. Like, mm. 
As long as they pay you royalties, fuck. Yeah, and I think that's all that these Bibles and all that shit ever was. That's why they like would change it into songs and they wrote these fucking Christian songs and it just becomes so warped from what mm. these metaphorical stories in all these ancient texts once were probably trying to talk about. But they were also telling you how to live sort of like practical ways Before to live. Times. Before the yeah. times as well. I'm not saying it's necessarily the way. Some of it bears repeating or whatever. But the bit that mind fucks me that I don't... Maybe it's not as profound either to other people as I thought it was to me. But if you can then... It's about withstanding shit as well, because, like, I I didn't like religion for a long time as well, and I would mm. just be like, turn that shit off, right? But if you can withstand it, and then from the point of view of then thinking of infinity as consciousness, as God, as love, because they're all basically synonymous, mm. like, it's all infinity, but, like, God, if you can sub then God for infinity or for consciousness Mm. which could be like mass consciousness that we tap into and are individuations of Mm. like you're part of god then all of these religious text things in a metaphorical sense make sense to me in a way more profound way than Mm. all the literal teachings and all the hark the herald angels sing and all this shit because it's like oh god is in everything oh consciousness is in everything Mm. And we're just like part of oh yeah like infinity is ev- is everywhere you know like and you just mm. keep subbing all of those synonymous terms for God that's and true, it makes it way more universally friendly or scientifically friendly kind of thing that's true but then that's why they chuck this little like patriarchy rules over the top of it and stuff to keep <laughs> shit in line a bit you know you know what I mean yeah yeah and even if it was a sham in the first place mm. the fact that that shit exists within it and someone's dug it out or I've exposed some new level of being able to dig some positivity out of a control system that was made to keep us down yeah you know who cares it's like the end result is fucking awesome yeah yeah. Glory. <laughs> Glory to infinity. Glory to infinity, right? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I can I can buy that. The end is the beginning is the end, you know? Fuck. This is what I mean. I was watching the show. It's net dark on Netflix recently, and they were talking about the lunar... I don't know if it's real, but it has this time travel shit. The lunar cycle... Uh, lunar solar cycle going around every 33 years and like being in the same position and shit being the same and they use that for a time travel thing <coughs> but i don't know i sort of like that bullshit the older i get it's cool <laughs> you don't have to believe in it literally yeah. because the more i think about it it's like it doesn't matter if this shit's true because humans sort of invent it in a way you know yeah. and because because they believe it and because they invest yeah consciousness whatever you want to call it society whatever into it it becomes a thing and it's a thing that has to be dealt with and I, you know, see it more that way rather than just a purely materialistic yeah. way of the world. It starts blurring your brain because mm. it's like you want to think about something metaphysically and you're like, you can't. But then mm. all of those, the, the, what is it? The wish or whatever the, you know, that shitty book that I shat on the other week as well. Oh, The Secret, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, it can be taken to this bullshit thing. In the metaphysical know? sense, yeah, I get down with because that. Because that's a money scam, right? The Secret is yeah. just... And then in the real sense, I get that as well because it's like, it's like once you pontificate all of that metaphysicality shit, mm. it's, your life does start becoming better because of the way that you're thinking and the positivity and that. Yeah. Someone negative is not really going to resonate with that, but because that happens you then want to apply that to the physical world and be like oh well, that means that i can just dream it into existence but then but it doesn't work that way the that gray area is yeah like the gray the area tesla yeah who reckons like because mm. who can really know but he reckons mm. that he would have 
flashes of mm. imagery come to him mm. that were the inventions that he would then create. So he was having visions mm. of things that he would then build, which then somehow were these scientific these things, things, right? Like, the other sort of kind of... A bit like that. Not, not So who's to say that you can't just, like dream like and we in are dreaming of, shit into existence can i just say in terms of willing things into existence this is one that i've thought yeah. about recently and took me a long time to sort of get and you don't think of it when you think of the world a certain way it's like if if you smile at someone in the morning or have like a pleasant exchange with something that that ripples on throughout the rest of the day yeah you know what i mean it puts everyone in a good mood and shit yeah it's weird and that is sort of willing because it's like if people are friendly and happy to each other it makes an aura of friendliest happiness and things running together smoothly which, which is, is the whole start with yourself self-reflective thing yeah and you can't measure that in statistics and shit yeah because then if we're all the same consciousness we're all the same thing in but the same is, moment you are me i am you why would i treat myself like a cunt well this is a sort of tender area as well because what you're talking about girls and that golden rule of like treat others how you would want to be treated yourself and i fully want to be respectful and stuff i just don't want to have a dick inside me you know <laughs> metaphorically you Metaphor- meta- yeah. wow you want to get fucking Fuck. dvda metaphorically i hope not <laughs> just crammed full of the spirit you know i got the spirit yeah, like, oh shit oh priesty you certainly do have the spirit well fuck we've had the spirit particularly does have the spirit tonight i think yeah. thank you lordy yeah fuck i don't know if this one's gonna make uh make the internet <laughs> you have to man you have to do it now no, like, i don't know if i can stand by that shit bro fuck fuck you should be able to oh, yes you've been preaching this honesty shit the whole thing I... yeah you're supposed to do it so yeah Send me some. Um, Otherwise, send me some offensive fucking shit. Hmm. <laughs> the email address. Yeah, and I won't read it. Cunt. Yeah, I won't read it. But this is what I was talking about. Like you want to be the alpha dog. Well, I am the alpha dog, but hmm. it's like you just like I just you know. <laughs> in, I wanted to talk about some shit where it's like I <coughs> couldn't avoid not bringing up the fact. Like, sure, the, you know, I don't have a that problem. That shit is real. You know, I don't so have a problem. Like, whatever. I'm just jealous that I didn't take my shirt off at the beginning of the episode. It would have been way funnier and more insightful. So. <laughs> See, that's the thing about Sydney in the summer she shines that's what you can coming full circle so i agree with doe you do need to reflect on yourself especially it's a christmas season so reflect on how you treat others i'll be trying to do that myself you know it's a time for giving and sharing and fucking good weather and everything so spread a bit of christmas cheer fuck yeah humanize that shit humanize that shit try not to be such a cunt this month everyone oh, oh i actually hit that like some Fuck. You know, up in, pull a muscle. You know, up in Alambi, how there's a place for disabled kids called the Spastic Center. Yeah, yeah, it made me laugh quite a lot when I was a kid. Well, it's just that whole terminology thing, right? How it's mm. like the new one becomes the new bad one. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you call them now? Yeah, I, I was thinking of examples to throw up, but I might not end. Up, <laughs> I might not. I might not end on that note. But you know what I mean. Yeah. So, like in like 20 years, they're like, verted, like you know ably challenged or whatever mm. the fuck You're like what the fuck yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> totally yeah i just call them an ac now they're cooler with that and then ac becomes bad and you know, ably challenger well yeah some shit ably challenger is already a thing isn't it that's what i mean but that's yeah. going to be terrible in 10 years oh like, yeah it'd be say, super oh, offensive, yeah. like acd or some shit mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because he used to make ably challenge disorder <laughs> fuck then like a disorder what just tell me i've got some fucking golden shoe gift this is why i've been honestly trying to do some exercise because i'm sick about seeing people on social media and the media kind of project their sort of insecurities onto everyone else 
<laughs> so I'd rather just try and work on mine myself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. So that's cool. Anyway, that's the kinds of dough show. Fuck. I hope you're born with us for this episode. It was a good one. I think we came to the oh shit, I'm getting fucking smacked up like that teacher. Oh, that's a bit Weinstein of me. Fuck, yeah. So, ma- <laughs> so many unwanted high fives. <laughs> <laughs> that was the other Weinstein brother, I think. He's riding out the storm, I think. Fuck. It's like, I felt I felt confused, but they don't feel ashamed. They just, they just feel confused. Fuck, I'm going to start dominating people by giving them way too many t- high fives in a row. Yeah. Fuck. So, mm, and then they're like, no, he's just, he's, he's a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. a fucking bad yeah. guy. It was actually, I'll be honest, it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a power play. It's sort of like, oh, oh shit. shit. Fuck. Sorry, dog. Fuck, it's just big dog. In it. Anyway, fuck. <laughs> Peace. Peace out. See you, dog. Like Michael